Hey there, welcome back. It's me, Cabrina, your host. Um, welcome back to another episode of Bloom and Bouncy. Today we are diving into the unexpected delights of my farming journey, which kicked off in 2023. And I will say that there's been this cas- cascade of um, of surprises throughout the journey. Um, and it's only been a few months into it, but I will say there's been a lot of joyous discoveries and a lot of unique moments that I want to share in today's episode. I can't share everything, but all all of what I'll be talking about are the main things that are the, these moments that I am just I'm so thrilled um, that I've I've witnessed. Um, but before we immerse ourselves and the lush world of green goddess or green goodness <laughs> let's take a moment uh for this week's rooted reflections all right as we're here in rooted reflections right now i wanted to say that i've been navigating some severe demands for my clinical job for those of you that don't know um in the day i am a dcpa clinician who services um, individuals on the autism spectrum. And I also deal with those with brain injury. And so lately I've been conducting assessments for clients and you know, that weight of time constraints, it lingers. And this urgency to, to, sec- to secure ABA services for families can feel overwhelming. And we don't hear that enough um, for the people that are the helpers um, in the field. but. Years ago, I created this mantra and it is my pace is is my pace. My pace is my pace. And so although these tasks demand thoroughness, I'm learning to release the guilt of not finishing things quickly. Um, so there's that. And on a brighter note, we're gearing up for an exciting event with a local restaurant. Um, we're harvesting our organic produce for their farm to table affair. So I just need to make sure that I'm celebrating this milestone despite having these due dates on me. This is an extremely cool thing for us to have happen to us in such short amount of time. And the anticipation is palpable and I can't wait to share the experience with you. So, you know, in future episodes, you know, I'm going to um, share those deets. So stay tuned. <laughs> This episode is proudly sponsored by KB and Bloom, a beacon of support and inspiration for BIPOC women seeking wellness and lifestyle content that resonates with their experiences. As you dive into the stories and reflections in Bloom and Bounty, remember that each episode is made possible by the unwavering support of KB and Bloom. Whether you're turning in for the farming tales, the creative insights, or a moment of introspection, KB and Bloom stands as a steadfast companion cultivating connections and growth. Explore the site for yourself at kbandbloom.com, a treasure trove of articles, affirmations, and content crafted with your journey in mind. Now let's ease on back into this week's episode. So this segment, we're calling it Delightful Discoveries on the Farm Roundup. So the first thing, let's talk about 
the tomatoes we've grown, specifically the grape honey tomatoes. So growing grape tom tomatoes has been an unexpected joy. Um, obviously, we are familiar with them for putting them in our salads. I know I love them on my salads, but I can't say that I was eating them a lot during the month like I am now. While, I, like I said, I've always loved them on salads now. They do what they need to do on a salad. But who would have thought that they become this delightful pizza topping? We make a lot of pizzas at home and I've enjoyed so, so much cutting them up and adding some arugula and fresh cheese and of course the sauce. And then those tomatoes. Yeah, it just does something for me, for me, for me. So present day farmer KB is relishing them in ways that I hadn't imagined. It's adding this burst of fresh flavor to my pizzas and pasta sauces. I'm just loving it. Okay. Like McDonald's say, I'm loving it. <laughs> um, two on the list, empowerment and cooking. I've always, always loved food, but cooking with homegrown produce brings a new level of empowerment. And I know that you can think as someone that may not be into farming yet and growing things. I know you know what I'm talking about. Um, but just imagine like roasting veggies that taste significantly better than store-bought has transformed our dinner game. Um, and I love roasting veggies. I just did it last night. <laughs> like we harvested some broccoli because they were starting to flower and I believe I talked about this in an earlier episode, but you want to pick them. Um, and this was the opportune time to do that. So we had them as a side dish. And let me tell you that, like I said, roasting them, they just taste so much better. And it really has changed the game for me. <laughs> um, I love that I'm having this control over what I eat and knowing it's something nurtured is beyond exciting for me. <laughs> Um, number three, and let me just say that this list is in no way just about, um, the discoveries. It's about the joyous moments, the funny moments, the unexpected benefits that I've learned along the way. Something that just really caught my eye, um, now with coming to number three is the compost. I'm calling it the compost frog surprise. Okay. So here's a funny story. So early on during our transplanting days, I'm scooping compost, minding my business and really just focusing in on the task. And so, you know, I've, I'm creating, creating my, my area so that when it comes to putting the seeds or, or the, the leafy greens, I think in that, this particular, this story, I was um, planting Brussels sprouts and I looked in the compost bucket and I'm like, it looks like a heart's beating in there. I just see it going up and down, up and down. And this is a bucket full of compost. And so I'm looking at it from the very top because I just got started. And I'm like, what is that? What is that? And turns out it was a frog. And not the cute kind, but a hand-sized frog. It was so big. And so I was like, you know, <laughs> this is not my ministry frogs. I've had some run-ins, some scary run-ins with frogs. And, um, I asked my farmer friend, Igor, 
Um, and he graciously escorted that unexpected friend away. Um, lesson learned. Always check your compost for unexpected guests. <laughs> Number four on our list is Rainbow of Colors with Swiss Chart. Let's talk about these colors. Planting Bright Light Swiss Chart, specifically this variety, Bright Light Swiss Chart Greens. Oh, they brought this unexpected beauty to the farm. I'm obsessed with them. I love that the colors, meaning the stalks, the colors that they produce, the colors that I've seen are these purples, these reds or crimsons, yellows and greens. They were like such a visual delight for me and their vibrant hues. I just know that I am planting them every, every, every single season. They are just so beautiful, not to mention so delicious. <laughs> All right. Number five, I've coined this joyful community connection. Harvesting, again, talking about greens, I've enjoyed the greens um, this season. Harvesting mustard greens really turned into this joyous community connection. And I remember just about every week they're, they're due to harvest. Um, we trim from the bottom up. And so this particular week was Thanksgiving week. And I sent out a mass text to all my friends offering this, you know, these fresh bundles of organic mustard and collard greens. And sure enough, you know, I kind of, I remember saying, do any of your mamas or grandmas want some fresh organic mustard and collard greens? And um, sure enough, I did get a text back. You know, some people were interested, but I did say, did have this one particular friend that was like, okay, meet me here. I want this many. <laughs> I, I, we definitely need some. <laughs> So when, once they cooked them, I received this text about how they were so happy with them and how tender they were and how they've never tasted greens like this before. It sent happy goosebumps all over my arms and I knew we were doing something good. Um, and it was in that moment and I've been reminded about this over and over and over again. We needed something like this. Something like this is needed for our community. I just love that, that it's bringing so much joy to other people because that fills me in return with so much joy. All right, number six, physical, mental, and ancestral satisfaction. <laughs> well, you know there's physical labor in farming. And it has brought this unique satisfaction for me. And as a dancer, I also dance and I've been dancing for a long time. It's, it's a full circle moment because I feel like I'm connecting with this ancestral work. And I, I remember talking about this in detail in the earlier episodes. One thing that I'll, I know that this is something that fills me with so much joy. So sometimes I like to compare it to you know, the traditional movement. So I know that I've danced a lot of places around the world, but the hours that I've spent outdoors are physically, mentally, and emotionally rewarding. 
farming feels like this dance with the past and I don't know it's it's just such a beautiful beautiful time that I'm experiencing and I just never wanted to end right um so there's there's that there's so much satisfaction in doing this over and over again it just never feels monotonous it just feels like this natural choreography that's taking place <laughs> and we're just the only difference is what we're planting in the ground you know <laughs> um number seven to round out everything is this excitement for seasonal planting now i knew before that you know certain things are offered in the stores um and then there's some things that are not as good during the time of year because it's not their season. You know what I mean? Like mangoes are really good in the summer. And even though they're really, they're pretty much sold all year, they're very, very, they taste very different in the summer, in the hot or warm months. And so when I'm understanding now, these specific months for planting has been eye-opening. And, and I have to say there's this excitement that's brewing specifically for spring and summer <laughs> because although we're anticipating this vibrant harvest there's just something that does it for me with spring and summer because of the recipes um that I'm going to make with them I don't know I don't know why I just I love spring and summer months but I don't particularly like the the weather because it's it's scorching hot here in Florida but I love the fruits that are seasonal in those those months those seasons then the people that know they know <laughs> um also um with this comes partnerships with local businesses and organizations and i'm not going to get into too much because we're very early in those stages but stay tuned for more exciting updates okay <laughs> As we wrap up today's episode, I'm reminded of Lenny Kravitz's dream. Let me tell you something about Lenny. I love him as a person and how he's living out his life out loud. That's a bad man right there. But there is one particular quote that I heard him say, and I keep it in a, I keep a lot of my quotes in a, in a journal like book, but this quote, my dream is to become a farmer. Just a bohemian guy pulling up his own sweet potatoes for dinner. Hmm. I too want that. <laughs> Thank you for joining me on this delightful journey. Until next time, take care, self-care, and may your harvest be as sweet as Lenny's sweet potatoes. <laughs> See y'all. And remember, you need you. Bloom and Bounty is brought to you by KB and Bloom and the Bloom Media Group. Follow this podcast to stay connected as weekly episodes are released and follow KB and Bloom on all social accounts. Go to kbandbloom.com for more info. Bloom.